What's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, what's up? A lot's been up with us. Again. Oh, you know in the last episode how we talked about we just got better from being sick? Yeah. And then we got sick again. We got like the... Well, Gray got the 12-hour virus. And then we we either got food poisoning or a virus. It's, Aubrey it's will guarantee... Aubrey will most likely guarantee that it was food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Either way, it wasn't fun. So... It was, it was a rough day yesterday. <laughs> but... But we're Very on true. the other side of it. <clears throat> yes, sure. we definitely are. Thank goodness. Because we thought we yeah. weren't going to have an episode for this week because we've been sick. Mm-hmm. But now we do. So I'm happy about that. But, you know, actually through this, um, through like the two sicknesses that like swept through our home, it was kind of an awesome experience too. I know that might sound weird. But of course, like <clears throat> back in the day, whenever... I felt like I was about to get sick. I'd be like, no, no, God, please, no. Like, I would just beg him, no, no, no. And then when I got sick, I'm like, why would you do this? I asked you, no. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I asked you to not make me sick. But, you know, this time, it was kind of a different mindset because it was almost like, "Um, hey, Lord, I know I am just praying so that I align myself with your will. And if it's a part of your will, I said that weird, if it's a part of your will that I get sick, then it's character building. It'll build my yeah. perseverance and my faith in you. And you know what I mean? So I got to that point and it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and I think, I think too, we, sickness is obviously like an inconvenience, it's not right? Fun. Like it's that's, not fun. You know, sure. you, you don't get to, you don't get to, you know, finish your work. You don't have, I mean, it takes a lot more of your time. If you have a kid that's sick, you know, you got to take turns juggling a sick child on mm. top of working if you're if you're both working and everything. like it's yeah. just no fun and plus you got to sit there and and watch as as your child is just miserable oh. and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it it's it's tough but you know it, it was an eye-opening experience because like when you talk to doctors and, and other health professionals mm-hmm. they're like and, and you always think they they don't they don't they don't understand the pain that I'm going through right now well I think that they do, but a lot of doctors, if you'll talk to them, especially all natural doctors, like what Dr. Mm-hmm. Kinsey that's been on our podcast and stuff, she has, I guess, no big deal when you have like this world ending. You know, uh, the other day when Gray was sick, literally once every hour or every 45 minutes, we were rushing him to the yes. sink yes. or to a toilet or whatever because you could start seeing him trying to throw up and with little ones they don't know the whole run to the toilet when you're going to puke yeah so he'll just puke wherever he was at and of course you know as a parent you're just completely miserable because you're (laughs) you're you know you're trying to work especially us like working from home we're both on our laptops trying to get all this stuff done and then we're having to take turns rushing gray you know into the sink or just seeing the look on his face yeah so heartbreaking sitting there miserably you know lethargic and but what I was saying about that is, you know, you talk to like Dr. Kinsey, for instance, and she's just like, oh, yeah, no big deal. And, and she's just talking like you're not going through one of the worst days ever yes. right now. But really, it's she sees it as um, it's Gray is building up his immune system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've read through like different articles and, and research documents where people are talking about you know kids have to get sick Mm -hmm. when they're younger 
and you can't protect them from all these sicknesses that are out there and you can't really even protect yourself. You just have to build up your immune system. Yeah. And so when you, when you turn around and look at it like that, yes, it's miserable in the moment, but really God designed our bodies yeah, to fight, to, to, fight to, to build up a tolerance. And even though it's not cool and nobody wants to walk through those times of sickness, it's really for your betterment. Yeah. That that you walk through it because then you're you're building up that immunity. You're you're building up uh, what your body was made to do. Yeah, and I was telling my friend um, because I hadn't replied to her. We do video messaging and I had not replied to hers for like two days. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, we were sick again. She's like, Whoa, I'm not trying to be like over spiritual, but do you think this is a spiritual thing? Like so much sickness, you know? Mm. And I was like, Yeah, I just really think the Lord's building up our um, perseverance and our faith, just like our immunity is being built up through this sickness. And then it made me think of James 1, um, oh, yeah. 2 and 3. And it says, mm. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Mm -hmm. uh, don't you like verse 4 too? Do you want me to read that one? Yeah, just keep going. And then it goes into, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mm. You know what's crazy? We always pray that over Gray. He's he's complete, lacking nothing. Yeah, he's That perfect. always comes he's with whole, trials. He's complete and he lacks nothing. Yeah. Comes with trials, comes with tribulations. And that's why we, um, well, I'm saying this in faith, right? That every time Aubrey and I and Gray go through trials and tribulations, we're going to count it joy because that is going to strengthen us. Just like being sick strengthens your immune system and letting your body naturally fight, you know, the virus yeah. or whatever, you know, viral things going on, bacterial thing. It teaches your body to be stronger mm -hmm. and know what it's against and be able to defeat it more and more again and again, you know whenever you get it. And so I just think that that was so cool. Yeah. And just that mindset, because like I said, my mindset was never good. When I was getting sick, I was like, nope, mm -mm, no, I was in denial at the beginning. And then I was pleading at the end. And then I was like kind of angry at the Lord. Like, why? Like feeling bad yeah. for myself in the middle. Like, why? God? <laughs> why are you not healing me <laughs> do you not every like time me? I ask for it? You know, <laughs> yeah. what it's did like, I why do Why don't you bend to my beck and call? Why? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh yeah. You're the God of the universe that sees everything. And I see like a blimp. Yeah. I see now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know, it, it, like it makes me it makes me think of all the times and, and we talk about this all the time. You know, we, we we talk about how everybody loves the healthy seasons. You, oh, you love, definitely. You love the mountain mount, seasons. Yeah, the mountains, yeah. Um, you know, like my buddy Zach said the other day, he goes, If I hear one more Christian song <laughs> that talks about the valleys and the mountain the, the god of the mountains. Yeah, the god <laughs> but but really though in a, in a sense all of us have a tendency to look to the mountaintop seasons mm -hmm. even when we're in the valley and you know like I, don't get me wrong nobody's sitting here going oh lord please take me into the valley please because please let me have issues yeah, all my please life. let me yeah. have issues please let me let me have uh, you know, bad things like unfortunate things happen to me. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what James was actually talking about there is if you the only way to develop perseverance is is to go through trials yes. is to, is to go through tribulation and um, and it was kind of we were actually just talking about this earlier today. I, like I came across if you, if you read like the old King James version of the Bible. There's there's this word that's called travail, mm -hmm. and and I was I was listening to 
uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer's book, The Cost of Discipleship, and he talks about this word, and he's, he kept using this word travail. Well, I, I'm not I'm not the smartest person out there, and so I did a Google search as what what is travail, mm-hmm. and and basically it the the word travail in the Bible kind of the example that is used is like the pain that comes with pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it's it's linked. And so when you look up that word and you see it in the Bible, that word travail literally has pain um, associated with it. And, and a lot of times we have physical pain and we have spiritual pain. And a lot of times we, including myself, we don't want to face the pain. Like we, we, don't, oh, no. want, we don't want to go through that. We want, we want the mountaintops all the time. Like, Lord, just give me this unmerited favor and grace so that everywhere I walk, I'm successful, I'm victorious, I'm all these these other mm-hmm. things that you want to use. When really, um, it you can you can define success a whole lot more and victory on on God's behalf a mm-hmm. whole lot more in the valley. When what was meant to take you out is actually what God saw you through. When the storm came to rock your boat and made you really think that you were going to die, but then mm-hmm. Jesus comes to walk with you on the water. Yeah. You know, I, I think about those moments like that to where it's just like, how how can I learn as a follower of Jesus to be thankful in the valley? Mm-hmm. And, and really, really appreciate those seasons and not, not just wish them away and constantly yeah. looking towards the future and not living in where you're at because there's going to be seasons of your life where you don't necessarily <laughs> want to be in that season. That's just life, right? I mean, right now we're in fall and we're seeing all the leaves. You know what's crazy is these leaves, they're actually like dying, but they look beautiful and they're falling and it's so pretty, right? Most people don't think death looks pretty, but that's actually a really good example that no, it can be beautiful, right? So we're meant to die to ourselves. So if, so if I've died to myself, that's okay if I get sick. That's okay, you know, if I deal with this season of waiting or this season of hiding or even this season of just pain. Oh, there you go. Get it up. Get it up. (coughs) Then I will be okay because I know who I am in Christ. And I have to be dead to myself anyways in my will because I can tell you right now, my flesh and my will, it's going to be selfish. I'm going to have selfish ambitions. I'm going to want what's best for Jordan. Um, Automatically, like sometimes I'll just admit stuff to Aubrey like, hey, there's even one time, I'll admit, I'll throw myself on the bus. Um, there was one time where Aubrey had to break a baseball bat for this kid's camp. And he thought he broke his, his what is this? The collarbone. Yeah, he thought he broke his collarbone. I kid you not. This is after we had Gray when he was a little baby. I kid you not. My first thought was, oh crap, I'm going to have to carry him in his car seat every time now until Aubrey heals up. <laughs> like, what? But that's our flesh. Yeah. The first thing was, oh my gosh, Aubrey broke something and that's going to be hard for me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And by the way, he didn't praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember the Lord brought that to my attention the other day when we were talking to Zach mm-hmm. and April and I admitted it out there. I was like, okay, the Lord told me for a reason. So yeah, that was a very selfish thought. And if I was super, super honest with myself, a lot of my thinking right off the bat is selfish. I would say mm-hmm. 95% of my thinking is selfish. Yeah. And so we have to get to that point where we, of course, you know, those selfish things will pop up in our head, right? Because we still live on the, in the world, but we can decide, hey, I'm not going to let that lead me. I'm going to rebuke that spirit of selfishness because I'm going to care about my neighbor more than I care about my goodwill first. Mm. You know, I'm going to care about my relationship with God 
and not my favorite TV show because my TV show I can numb out and with God I'm going to have to really look at my life and it's not going to be comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to go through those times and I really think those times when you're sick, you don't have a choice. You can't get up, move around, do stuff. You just lay there mm. and you wait till you're better. And I think a lot of the times we think we can do all these things to make ourselves better, right? But whenever Aubrey and I were sick, we couldn't just take a magical pill that took everything away. Our body had to fight. Our body had to learn, like, you know, this virus does this. I need the antivirus. You know what I mean? Like, whatever your body does with the cells, regenerate, whatever it is. Um, that's a process. Mm -hmm. And so we can't just think, like, wow, I need to get better at this. I need to stop being so selfish at this. I need to. And then we try to, like, works base it you know fake it till you make it like okay so i'm gonna do this to help with my selfishness like why don't we just like meet with the lord and talk to him and just sit with him and let him change our heart and not let yeah. us look up you know the abcs of not being selfish anymore you know what i mean kind of mm -hmm. there's so many self-help books and i think that's really interesting because we always try to find the magic formula for leadership or the magic formula for how how do I become the best mom or the best wife, you know, the best husband, best dad? How do I do that? I really think the Lord knows everything. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in that book, the big one with all the scriptures. Oh, the Bible. Oh, I was that like, was a joke. Yeah, yeah you had me confused. <laughs> he looked too. super like, confused. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm supposed to know like, this what book. book. Yeah. I was we like, read that. Can it bit, be that but... easy though? <laughs> but for real, it's like I don't know. It just really makes you think because, you know, we're always, I'm hungry now, so I'm going to go through the drive-thru and get my food in five minutes instead of like sitting and really making a whole healthy full meal that will be nourishing to your body, yeah. you know, because we'll, be we'll be praying over that McDonald's, Lord, let this food be nourishment to our body. Yeah, when you actually know that it's <laughs> not made with good stuff at all. Not at all. Yeah. No, it kind of makes me think about that. You know, a couple weeks ago while we were all sick, like th this last deal that we went through was only like 24 hours. It wasn't It wasn't bad we at all. We actually were joking while we were sick. Like yeah. Dead, like, yeah. Uh, you sound funny. And yeah. Puking. Well, yeah. And so, but the other one was actually kind of kind of intense before that. And I remember it. <laughs> puking and, is intense. Well, yeah, but I mean, it only it only lasted for the, the majority of the day, and then it was just it was just over with. Yeah. And and the other the last time we were sick, it it, it was a it lot longer. It lasted forever. And and I remember sitting there just going, like, Lord, you you have to take this away from me, like just begging. I, I can't I can't stand this. This is too much. It's yeah. it's too heavy. And you know, and and I remember making that comment to to one of my buddies, like, I don't think I've spent that much time in prayer in forever, maybe even ever. Mm -hmm. I don't think I spent... And immediately after making that statement, it was almost like the Holy Spirit was like, why is that? Yeah. And so then I was just going, oh my gosh. You know, because even then... When we when we go before the Lord and it's because it's because we want something from him. Yeah. And and it was kind of it was kind of shocking to me because I'm sitting here going, Man, yeah, like I'm believing for a miracle, but it's selfish in nature. Mm. And a lot of times those those prayers that we're throwing forth are like, Well, Lord, help me, help my family, help somebody I care about. But, you know, one of the things that that the Lord showed me the other day was I was in prayer for somebody else. Like in, in, um, somebody that, that I care about tremendously is like wrestling with, mm -hmm. with a lot of, a lot of things. 
And, and I was, I was praying, I was like, Lord, that you need to, you know, you need to show them, you know, what's going on. You need to lead them through this. And, and, uh, I, I immediately began to think about fasting and I was like, why, why, why am I thinking about fasting? And, and the Lord was like, when, when is the last time that you fasted and prayed for somebody when you have nothing to gain in the scenario? And so then I'm sitting here going, oh my gosh, literally I can think about all the times that I've fasted in the past and it's all been Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. I'm fasting and praying because I want the Lord to show me what I'm supposed to do. I want him to show me the vision for our family, Mm -hmm. for what we're supposed to do next. But he's like, when's the last time that you learned blessed are those who mourn? Right, but when's the last time you were able to fast and pray and cry over some over something that somebody else is going through, and you have nothing to gain from it? Mm-hmm. And and it just it wrecked me because then, as I'm sitting there <clears throat> sick, I'm still at the place where I'm still praying selfish prayers like instead the position of my heart should be I feel like not that not that we should ever stop you know, praying for healing, right? Like we, we, I mean, by the stripes that Jesus took on his back, we are healed. That's Mm -hmm. what the Bible says. And so, but if you're praying for healing and it's not coming, maybe there's a shift that comes in your mind. That's like, well, maybe it's not coming yet, but what can I learn Mm -hmm. in the midst of what I'm going through right now? Even though I might be puking my guts out or I might be struggling with this sickness for two or three days in a row or or even maybe even it's longer than that. Maybe you're going to see a doctor about something that you can't figure out quite what it is. Lord, I know that you're walking with me through this. I'm I'm out on the water with you. So what can I learn? What can I walk away from in in this scenario that I'm in right now that I'll never forget? And we got to get to that place where we can 100% say I would rather the Lord's will be done than mine any day. Mm. Uh, because that's everything against the flesh. It's um, I, I feel like our flesh constantly battles us building a relationship with the Lord. Think about it. I, I bet you guys have gone through seasons, if not like the majority of your life, where opening the Bible is the hardest thing ever. Reading the scripture sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, wah, wah. Like you just don't. It, you're just not there. You're not connected. And you're like, what the heck is going on? That's your flesh. Just Just push it away. It's fine. Because even if you don't feel something, I think we've talked about feelings. One of these weeks, I yeah. think. I can't remember. But feelings are dumb. <laughs> Please don't let your feelings control you because they are fleeting. They are most of the time silly and most all the time selfish. Um, yeah. And so just realize I'm made righteous in Christ. When I spend time with Christ, I'm in my right relationship with him. And I'm learning and I'm growing. We might not be doing our you know, morning Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a champion, I'm a winner, or whatever you know those self-help books say. Yeah. But if I'm spending time with the Lord, He's working in me. That's why it says the fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. Not the fruit of if we try hard enough, we can get to these fruits. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So when you're yeah. walking with the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit shows up, which is joy. Well, sorry, first, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, mm. goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Okay, and it, and it, it's just, I love this because I, w- I was actually reading that this week about the fruit of the Spirit, and I just love that because it said the fruit of the Spirit can always conquer the works of the flesh. 
Mm. Um, and so we can say all day long, like, oh, I can't, it's too hard. I can't get in the word. I can't do this. I can't do that. I promise you just spend time with the Lord, get in the word. It's going to be worth it. He will build. I, I prayed for years for the Lord to give me a hunger for the word because I didn't have it. And I felt so shameful to, you know, I could go days without opening the Bible. Of course I felt shameful, but I would prefer not reading the Bible if I was being honest. I didn't mm. like it. It was boring. Um, I didn't feel like I got much out of it. Just, you know, list it all. And I would beg the Lord. I'm like, Lord, please, I just want to hunger for the word. I feel so bad that I don't want to get in the word. I don't get much out of it. I get more out of the devotion side of my devotions than the word. That's a big, that's a big thing. You, the word is the main deal. Um, because all a devotion is, is it's somebody's perception of what they read in the word. So make sure if you have a devotional that it's not just one verse when you're reading it. Like, I feel like that is where it can get taken out of context. See this context matters. This is from walking the text. Um, yeah. And so I, that's just so important. I don't know what else I was saying. What was I? I just went on a tangent. Was it, yeah. was it okay? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're just well, you're just talking about how you didn't like to read the word when. And now, oh yes, yeah. okay. And now I love it, and it's yeah. not because I did some steps for me to get to that, for me to work towards that, right? I decided, hey, I'm just gonna get in the word, yeah. and spend time with the Lord, and it just came to life, and it's the most amazing book ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so you'll get there and all those prayers that I prayed, Lord, give me a hunger, give me a hunger. And he didn't the next day. And I felt like, well, what the heck? Don't you want to give me a hunger for the word? But it was a growing time. It was that season, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, th I think that as we, as we draw closer to the Lord, that's when the hunger for the word comes. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think that the Lord is just all of a sudden going to um, let us remain distant from him, but then give us a hunger for the word. Because that doesn't saying? even make because, sense. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense for us. That, I mean, but as we continue to pursue him and, you know, you said something earlier about, um, you know, it's, it's not about our will, but it's about God's will. And, you know, I, I remember reading something in, in the cost of discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And if you don't know who that is, just do some research. This this dude's incredible. You want to talk about you want to talk about somebody that not only uh, you know had faith, but then walked it out. Um, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was uh, was a pastor in Germany when when the Nazi Party was was coming up out of nowhere. You know, we know Hitler was rising to power, and and Bonhoeffer was one of the few pastors in Germany that was actually speaking out against. The Nazi party and was trying to warn people about what it was going to turn into while all the other churches were endorsing the Nazi party because they were getting more powerful and more powerful. Um, Bonhoeffer was speaking against them the whole time on the radio, from the pulpit, all over mm -hmm. the place until the Nazi party controlled all of the radio airwaves mm -hmm. from Germany and, and they silenced him. I mean, they didn't really silence him, but um, basically radio wave lines. yeah basically um, took him off the radio and actually even tried to kill him and he even fled to America for a while to um, teach at a seminary here in America before returning to Germany to fight against the Nazi party but in that um, Bonhoeffer literally states that only a man who is dead to his will can follow Christ mm. 
And when, when you really think about that, like what are the implications of that? It literally means that if I'm somebody that only goes before the Lord with a list of wants and mm-hmm. Lord, please um, protect my family. Let me find favor at work so I can make more money so I can provide for my family and I can do all these things. All, all those things that are centered you know, around me and like what God can bring me, that's not being dead to my will. That's like literally asking God to align his will with mine. Mm-hmm. And we are supposed to die to what we want and align ourselves with him. And we're getting it completely backwards. And the, the thing that hit me today was uh, there's a lot of unknowns. A lot of times when we're when we're following the oh, Lord, yeah. there's a lot. Like I would say, the majority of the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, and and it stinks because a lot of times, especially for me personally, I like to know before I step into something that I'm gonna okay, this is gonna be successful or this is gonna be a certain way. And unfortunately, that's where faith comes in, and we have to take steps in <laughs> obedience in order to build faith, and, and and it takes one step after the other. And, and I think about the beauty of, of Jesus and, and, and the beauty of, of the Lord as he um, gave this vision to, to the early apostles about welcoming Gentiles like us uh-huh. into the promise. You know, we, were, we are grafted in. Well, in, in order to really understand that, you have to understand Abraham. And Abraham, God told him to leave everything that he knew, all of his family. And God said, trust me and just start walking. I mean, and any of us, we have, we have, we know the story, right? You have the story right there in your Bible. Just turn it, just turn in there. Genesis, you're, you're right there at Abraham's story. And you know that Abraham just started walking without knowing the end result. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, what, what I found out through reading that story is Abraham left his citizenship and he became a sojourner, right? Mm -hmm. And then what does Paul tell us to do in the New Testament? He says that this earth here where you and I are right now, we are not citizens. We are citizens of heaven. Mm -hmm. For right now on earth, we are only sojourners here. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about the goodness of God and him grafting us in, to the, to the Abrahamic promise. God promised Abraham the promised land. He didn't say when he was going to get it. He didn't say any. A lot of the promises that God made Abraham, he had to walk out in faith without any fruit to, to what was going on. He just mm-hmm. began to walk and he began to trust. And so Abraham became a sojourner. We become sojourners here, right? To where we ultimately know That heaven is the goal, but until then, I'm just going to keep walking with the Lord Mm -hmm. one day at a time, just like Abraham. And if you look at the track that Abraham made in, you know, God took him in like this giant, weird shaped traveling deal before he, you know, got to the land that, that he was supposed to, that his descendants would take over, right? Which is, which is Israel now, like that. The, the land that was promised, but he had to walk in faith that whole time. And that's what it requires from us. And if you know, Abraham went through some sketchy situations where he thought he was going to die. He thought different things were going to happen to him. 
And that's exactly what we're doing. We're trusting God one day at a time. Whether sickness is in my house or health is in my house, I trust God. Mm-hmm. Whether whether there, it's it's a beautiful sunny day outside or it's stormy and I can't, you know, like you ever notice on like cloudy days, you just feel like you want to lay around and do nothing. You just, yeah. just want to, you know, cuddle up with a days. good book like Phyllis on the office, yes. you know, um, curl up with a good book. Right. But it, it just, it just doesn't change. What, what's happening around me doesn't affect what's going on in me. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter exactly. if, if I'm facing a sickness that literally, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm just determined that. Uh, women are just a lot stronger when it comes to sickness than than men because I, I remember a couple weeks ago when I was sick I was literally going Lord you're either gonna have to heal me or kill me because like this is this is over with. I can't do it all the fevers and the headaches and the and everything I was going through it was just nonstop as soon as I'd break <clears throat> I'd break one fever I'd catch another one it felt like and I just couldn't get warm to save my life and you know but it doesn't matter. Because as I was seeking in the, seeking the Lord in that moment, I was miserable. My head was killing me. I couldn't even see the TV that was you know 15 feet from me. It was all blurry, and I had fevers and everything. But I could still, when I kept my focus on the Lord, it didn't make everything go away. It didn't make the fever go away. But I'm telling you, there was a peace that came over me in the midst of my prayers that was going you know what? God's not going to lift this off of me right now, but he's here with me. Mm-hmm. And that's what, um, with the fruit of the spirit, whenever it talks about joy, um, I go through this commentary whenever I'm reading the word and they said after joy, that this is a joy that can abide and remain mm. even when circumstances seem terrible. Yeah. It abides and it remains. Well, and it goes back to what you were talking about in James. Forever, mm-hmm. I held on to that verse because of everything that I walked through in my life, you know, losing both my parents and my brother. I used to sit there and I'd read that verse over and over again where it says, count mm-hmm. it all joy. And for the life of me, I, I could not comprehend what that meant. How can I be happy when, you know, all hell is unleashing around me? Mm-hmm. How how is it possible? How is it possible? But you eventually learn that not not does everything just magically go away, but as you continue to take one step in front of the other, eventually you realize, oh my God, what I thought was going to kill me mm-hmm. actually propelled me. You know, that's and, like that Kelly Clarkson song. What doesn't kill you makes you strong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What I mean, and and it's just like. Okay, so this is what perseverance is. Perseverance is me knowing that even if I'm sick, running fevers in my bed, that God is still there with me just like he is when I'm healthy, running outside, or I'm at the gym working out, or I'm at work uh, persevering with, you know, in the world but not of it, right? Mm-hmm. And God is still with me, and I'm persevering, and I'm knowing in the front and the back of my mind that no matter what I go through today, God's there and yeah. being thankful for that. I think so many times we think that we that we can get things done in and of ourselves um, spiritually, and that's such a lie. Yeah. Our job is to abide with the Father. Our job is to have a relationship with the Father. And He comes in and He does a work in us. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, that's why these are you know the fruit of the Spirit. 
That's why we have to walk in the spirit. That's why that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to abide. We're meant to be with the father, to be with Jesus, to abide with the Holy spirit. That's it. But so many times we add so many more steps to where everything just gets blurry and it's just too much. So why even try, you know, and it's just so simple and there's beauty. Yeah. There's beauty in that. Well, and, and at the end of the day, we understand that as followers of Christ, the only way that I can be justified is through the cross. That's, that's it. And, and, and I'm just as guilty as the next person as going, okay, well, if I can do these five things, then I can be, I can look good in the eyes of the Lord. But here's Mm -hmm. the thing. None of us look good in the eyes of the Lord, unless if the filter that's put on us is through the cross, Mm -hmm. right? So if Jesus is there being the advocate for us, then that's the only way that we look good. And it has nothing to do with us anyway. Yes, so and pressure's so, off. Yeah. And so when, when people sit there and they, they go, well, I, I don't know I don't know how to do this or I don't know how to do that. Just get closer with Jesus. That's that's the only answer to, you know, you were saying earlier, like how do I how do I be, you know, a better a better parent? Mm-hmm. How do I be a better spouse? How do I be a better build your relationship with Christ? And watch as the overflow of everything that you do as a as a spouse, as a parent, as an employee, or as a boss. Watch as all these things begin to unfold. And as I get closer with Jesus, I become more like him. And the overflow of my heart begins to spill out on other people. Mm-hmm. And it's not some self-help book that I read. It's not some mm-hmm. leadership uh, book that I read. It's because I'm in communion with the greatest servant leader of all. And as I'm closer with him, he begins to pour out on me. And then I pour out on the world around me. And that way, so that no man can boast, I'm literally becoming better and being more thankful and being more generous and being a better leader because I know the one that's greatest in all of those columns. Mm -hmm. And I spend time with him and I know him and he knows me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. We don't got nothing else to say. We'll see you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shutting it down. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, but in in a, in a very real sense, a, a lot of people, and and that's that's what's going on in the world today. And I, and I'm not saying that there's not a lot of good material out there. Like if you're oh, a business yeah. owner and and you know you see somebody else that you know that a, a wise man. A wise man makes decisions on a multitude of counsel. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that there aren't good books out there. There aren't people that are through the power of the Holy Spirit that are not putting out good content. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, all the content that will change your life, it all these same people are getting it from the same source. Yeah, and your go-to book should always be the Bible. If your go-to book is another book, then that's just yeah, that shouldn't be. Yeah, I love. I love, uh, and I just wanted to say this really quick. We we read this book called God's Generals, and and not that, not that I want to you know glorify anybody, like because all glory is supposed to you know belong mm-hmm. to the Lord. But you know, I talked about Dietrich Bonhoeffer a little bit ago, and one of the most amazing stories that I've heard about Smith Wigglesworth is when we were going through that God's Generals book, mm-hmm. and. It, they literally said that Smith Wigglesworth would not allow any literature in his house that oh, wasn't a Bible. Yep. 
That was it. Like no, no newspapers, no magazines, no nothing. Only, only the Bible. And and you know he he said he said it was because he didn't want to be he didn't want to be influenced by anything that wasn't the Holy Spirit. And so I'm sitting here going, oh my gosh, that would be radical. That's like you know, no no Netflix in your house, you know no. <laughs> No streaming devices whatsoever. It's only the Bible. Oh my gosh, that would be tough. Yeah. That would be tough. But I love that because he was sitting there literally saying, if it doesn't if it doesn't fuel me, it's either wasting my time or it's killing me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh. And you don't learn, you don't learn the importance of being with the Lord. If you don't have the seasons like what we just walked through, where there's where there's sickness in there, mm-hmm. just like th- there is no there is no resurrection without the cross, you know. And and I think a lot of times we're always trying to pretend, you know, because the the uh, the story of the cross is so gruesome. I mean, if anybody has watched the Passion of the Christ, you mm-hmm. you know that what Jesus walked through for us was the ultimate sacrifice that. The, the pain and the suffering from that. And, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh man, I, I like the resurrection part where he said he was going to come back and he did and all these things. But if, if there's not, if there's not the cross, then you, then you can't have the resurrection. Just like if you don't have unhealth, you, you're never thankful for health. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have the trials and the tribulations. Yeah, if you don't have the trials, you don't know how to count it all joy when things aren't going your way. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that most of the time, whenever the Lord wants things to go his way, it's often the opposite <laughs> of what of what we actually want to happen. And yeah. so it's like, okay, I trust him. We're we're walking together and he'll he'll see it through. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we've been learning over the past couple of weeks was like, man, nobody likes it when sickness hits your house, but at the same time, the Lord doesn't change whether whether I'm fully healthy or I'm you know going through a twelve hour stomach bug. Yeah. God's there with me, you know. He's 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 in the in the fire with me, and he's not going to change. Mm-hmm. And so you just gotta you just gotta recognize it and count it all joy. And it's very difficult, <laughs> very difficult, but it's possible, or else it wouldn't oh, yeah. be in the it wouldn't be in the word. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there we are. That's it. But we're so glad that we got to have a podcast episode this week. Yeah. I was a little worried we weren't going to be able to. So yeah, I'm so thankful for, sure. for that. And thank you so much for watching. We always appreciate every single one of you that yeah. listen and yeah. um, join us in this journey. And um, we'll see you next week. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. This is a good week. Enjoy your time with your family. And and definitely make sure that if you're healthy this this Thanksgiving. I remember last year, Jordan and I had covid during Thanksgiving. And so we had to stay home. We didn't get to spend any time with family or anybody over Thanksgiving and it was pretty rough. So at least if if you're healthy and you know, you get to spend time with your family this week, then just love on everybody and just be thankful for the people that, that influence you, the people that God put in your life that you didn't get to choose. You're just stuck with them. But, um, whether they're whether they're a joy or a trial, um, <laughs> count it all joy. My family, we're not talking about y'all. No, just talking no, not our family. Of course, I'm just saying in in general. Um, for those out there that do struggle, you know, 
That's what I'm talking about. Hint, but, hint. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, guys, have a happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Love on your family this week and mm-hmm. uh, be a light to somebody. But hit us up on social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for joining us again, and we'll see you next week right here. Yeah. Same place, same time. See ya. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.